This is the Mormon Mixed Faith Marriage Podcast with Certified Life Coach Brooke Booth, episode number 34. Sometimes when there's a faith transition and a subsequent mixed faith marriage, we fall out of love with our spouse. Now, this may happen for a few reasons. The faith transition and the mixed faith marriage, it's a big shift. And sometimes the shift distracts us, confuses us, it gets us off of our game, and we stop doing some of the things that you stop doing some of the things that kept you in love. And you may stop them for a variety of reasons. Sometimes you stop believing you're lovable. You may say, this is my fault, I messed this up, I ruined this marriage. Sometimes you stop believing you can have a loving marriage. A mixed faith marriage is too hard. Sometimes you wonder if you even want to be married. And I think this is a valid and important question to explore. Sometimes you wonder what is the foundation of your marriage if it's not the church. All of this can play into falling out of love. And I suggest that if you want, you simply fall back in love. And I'll teach you how here. Love is really a choice. It's an emotion you can create on purpose. You can fall back in love if you want to. I fall in and out of love with my spouse all the time. (laughs) I fall out of love when I stop doing the things that help me fall in love. It is a choice I make every day in my marriage. Do I want to be in love? Am I going to do the things to help me create and feel love? It's a simple process to fall back in love, and I'm going to walk you through the three steps, and then we'll explore them in more detail. Here they are. One, decide to fall back in love. Two, think loving thoughts. And three, practice those thoughts a lot. And make lists of all the wonderful things about your spouse on a regular basis. Now, I told you this was simple. But when a faith transition happens in the mixed faith marriage and all that that entails, it can distract you from doing these three simple things. I know you did these three things before when you fell in love in the first place. I guarantee these were all taking place. Maybe you were not 100% conscious of choosing these things, but you were doing them. Now you're older and smarter. You can choose to do these three things on purpose, in a conscious way, in a deliberate manner, and see what happens. So let me talk about each one in a little bit more detail. One, decide to fall back in love. This one can be hard. Do you want to be in love with this person? It's a tough question. Do you want this marriage? Do you want to do the work to make this marriage work? You have a choice here. What do you want to choose? Now hear me on this. There's no right or wrong choice here. This is an important question. This is a time for you to really decide what you want. Not what others think you should want or even what you think you should want, but really what you truly want, your preference. And hear me again, it's okay to decide not to fall back in love. 
that may be good judgment on your part. But I want you to first and foremost realize this is your choice and your decision. And if you decide you do want to fall back in love, step number two, think thoughts that create love. These types of thoughts feel good. These thoughts create love in your body. These thoughts may sound unfamiliar or awkward if unpracticed for some time. Just because they're unfamiliar or awkward does not mean they are not helpful or important to practice. I'm going to tell you some that work for me. And now again, I have to practice these on a regular basis. I tell things like, I love being together. I love being near him. I love how he moves. I love how he really cares about me and our relationship and this family. I love how he looks amazing. He turns 50 this year and he looks better than when we were married. He is so handsome. I love how he's honest with me, even when it's not flattering. I love that he will drive anywhere for our kids and support them in anything they want to do. I love that he believes in me and my goals sometimes more than I believe in me and my goals. I love that just this morning he came into the bedroom to eat his breakfast with me just to spend more time with me. I love how he looks when he's all dressed up for church. So handsome. Okay, it's easy for me in this regard. My husband looks like a GQ model. He's the most handsome man in the world. But I want you to see these are thoughts I've really cultivated and practiced. Okay, step number three. Practice thoughts a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I practice those loving thoughts a lot. Maybe for you, you need to write them down. Make lists of the wonderful things about your spouse on a regular basis. Maybe you can say them in your head. Maybe you say them out loud. Maybe you write them down. For some people, you know, find which one works the best for you. If you're really struggling with this, I would recommend getting out a piece of paper and pencil and really writing them down. Thinking these thoughts once, writing these down thoughts, writing down these thoughts once is not going to create love in a sustainable way. Making lists of wonderful things about your spouse every day is the key here. This is one of those practices like feeding your body. You do it three times a day, creating falling in love. You're going to want to do it on a regular, consistent, systematic way. Falling in love on purpose takes practice and repetition. Here's an example for you to think about. Like you can think about the meal thing. Here's another one. My daughter is a diver. So when she practices, all she does for practice, diving over and over and over and over. Out of the pool, into the pool, out of the pool, into the pool. So she can get better and better and better. Dive after dive after dive. I want you to do that here with love. Practice, practice, practice. Repetition, repetition, repetition over and over and over. Think these types of thoughts on purpose. Do not wait until they are easy. Practice them when they are hard to access so they can become easy. Like think about diving. If she waits for dive to be easy before she practices, she's going to wait a really long time. You practice to make it easy. 
Now, I'm going to make another note here. If there really are no lovely thoughts for you to think about your spouse, you may want to consider your answer to step one. Okay, this is the process to fall back in love with your spouse. I'll repeat it here. Decide to fall back in love. Think thoughts that create love and practice those thoughts a lot. Now, you don't have to do this. Really, you don't. If the relationship is what you want, then I would highly recommend that you remember love feels really good. You get to enjoy it in your body. It's your emotion, not your spouse's. They have to do these steps themselves in order for them to feel love in their body. This is truly a gift for you and to help you feel better. And then notice something. Notice when you feel love more often, you experience that feeling in your body. How are you showing up in your marriage? More loving actions. Maybe more gentleness. Maybe more playfulness. Maybe more openness. Maybe more curiosity. Notice how you show up when you really practice cultivating love in your body. You get these two benefits. One is you feel amazing. And the second one is you act more amazing because you're feeling more amazing. You're acting from love more often. And sometimes there's another side benefit. Sometimes your spouse, start, spouse starts to notice how you're acting differently. And maybe they'll follow your lead on this and they'll do their three steps on their own. But that's sometimes a side benefit that doesn't always follow. But often it does. Okay, love feels great. Create it, enjoy it, and then see how you act from it. It is really a great way to be in relationship. And you can do this practice regardless of your faith status or what they say or what they do. Okay, if you want help implementing this tool and learning many others, you may be a really great fit for my upcoming group coaching program. When I publish this podcast, it's going to be starting pretty soon on May 25th, 2022. Now, if you listen to this later, I guarantee you there'll be another group coming up. Just go to my website. Either way, you're going to want to go to my website, brookeboothcoaching.com, B-R-O-O-K-E-B-O-O-T-H, coaching. Click on the work with me tab, the button, and there's information there on how to work with me, one-on-one. Or group. You can click on either one to learn more. Now, when you work with me as a group, you'll see the dates there on the website of my upcoming groups if, you, if, if you're listening to this way past May. But if you're catching this when it's published, go join the May 25 group. We're going to talk about some of the fundamental things you need to master and learn, the skills to develop, just like this. It's a skill. For you to have a really great mixed faith marriage because it's 100% possible. All right, wishing you the very best.